You're about to listen to a segment of Sam Chan's Succession Transition event, which was hosted in late 2020. Sam organized this event to give leaders from around the world the chance to share their stories of effectively planning and transitioning their pastoral roles to a successor. Every pastor is a temporary. Are you prepared for your succession transition? Let's begin. Bishop, pastor, doctor, uh, Horace Smith, one of my dearest friends, uh, he, he's a real doctor, probably put the B in bivocational. Uh, some of you guys have noticed in the background, I'm sure he looks like he's at the hospital now, at least in, in his medical role. Um, but Horace, uh, Pastor Ball, you and then we're going to close with, um, I, I keep meeting sons and daughters from all over the world, so sons and daughters of Courtney. So they claim you. I don't know if you claim all of them, but uh, uh, Bishop Courtney McBath, very dear friend from way back. And so, so let's go to Chicago and then we'll go to the East Coast. Horace and then Courtney, take us home. Well, well, thanks, uh, Ken and uh, Sam. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of this. Uh, yeah, I'm at the hospital. I'm supposed to be in the clinic. I left them and said, I'll be right back. That's been an hour and a half ago. Uh, but I've been at the hospital here for 42 years. So I have a little bit of uh, cachet. I can tell them I'll be back when I get back and they still tolerate me. In fact, uh, let me put my little two cents in, in, in this piece of succession and, and predecessor. At the hospital here, I have so many of these young residents who say, I want to be like Horace Smith. I tell them, well, you know the Horace Smith now, but you don't know the Horace then. So I put in my time early on, and so I'm able to, to set my schedule. I'm able to do things that others cannot do. And it reminds me of the role in the church. Um, again, my background really is in medicine, but uh, I was always a son of our pastor. Uh, our church uh, this year is 100 and five years old. It's had three pastors. The first pastor was there for seven years. The next pastor was there for 57 years, and I've been there 40 years. Uh, we do have a plan, and um, and we're moving that forward, but I, I see my addition to this discussion uh, as a successor. Bishop Holly was an icon, but he had a son who was our assistant pastor for 27 years. I was taught and trained by Bishop Holly and his son, and his son was adamant that he would become the pastor. Long story short, uh, we were in some turbulent time after Bishop Holly died for about six to eight months, where my father in the gospel had died, his son was our assistant pastor, I was his best advocate, but he had a major problem. He had two adult sisters who were in the church, when I became the pastor by one vote, his mother who raised me left, his, the son left, of the 200 members, 75 of them left, but the two daughters stayed. So I can echo a lot of what's been said today about transition. Um, I was not the biological su successor. I was Bishop Holly's spiritual son. But his daughters who were adults stayed. And two years later, I, asked, I asked, said to them, when your, when your brother left, and your, your mother left, why did you stay? He said, well, my father told us that our brother would never be the pastor of that church. My point there was that I can understand the whole issue of struggling, being a successor, and wondering, God, what are you doing? It was not my plan to become the pastor. There was no written um, succession plan, but God had a plan. Let me get really deep and spiritual. I can tell you stories, and I won't today, how God orchestrated that change that I did not plan, 
but was in the heart of God. I was Bishop Holly's spiritual son. What then happened was when they left the church, most of the giving members left. Many of the, of the seniors stayed. The, the next month, the board met with me and said, we can no longer pay the pastor's widow who split the church. At that first meeting, I said to them, we're going to pay off all of her debt. We paid off her mortgage, her car, all of her indebtedness, and we gave her from that moment on $1,000 a month. That was back in 1980. For seven years, I was not paid by the church. So again, to echo what people had said about the whole issue of honor, Bishop Holly's picture stayed in our foyer. It stayed in my office. His wife was paid, even though she went on the broadcast and said that I was a rebel and had taken over the church. I can tell you, though, in six years, she claimed me as her son, and her son died. So the issue of honoring the predecessor is critical, even in a negative situation. And so when, when that happened, God showed me that he was really in charge of succession. But I would echo that we need to have a plan that's written down. And, and so the piece of honor is really important to somebody coming in. And I, thank you uh, again, Pastor Fellowship, who has a sharp who said, your ego must be reserved. You know, I, I fought with God about, you know, why should I even be a part of this transition when the board came to me and said to me a month after the, Bishop Holly's death, we believe you're going to be our pastor. And I said to them, you are out of God's will and you are carnally minded. <laughs> they said, I just want you to pray about it. I said, I'll pray about it. Did I pray? I didn't pray. I had a, an MD degree. I had been in school for 15 years. I had a contract in 1979 for $75,000 a year plus one-third ownership of practice. And God said to me in that month, don't sign that contract. And I didn't. I became the pastor of a church. 125 members that today has 5,000 families. I can tell you that the, the last thing I'll say is the monetary part. We had the wisdom in our church 20, 30 years ago to set up deferred compensation, things like that, that people laughed at. But for the last eight years, my total compensation has been paid up for 20 years. If I stopped today, if I stopped eight years ago, the church would not have to give $1 out of an offering to pay my deferred compensation. So a lot of what was said earlier about preparation and the issue of money, I believe God gave me the issue and says in our church 25 years ago, in our church, we had made money carnal. I said to them, money is not carnal. Money is a kingdom resource. And so a lot of this has to do with the planning of preparation for the successor in making sure that young pastors and how to lay aside in their church so that when they have to transition, it won't be a problem. So I can say a whole lot more of the stories I've heard today just have reinforced what I have understood. I'm ready for transit. I've been transitioning for three years now. I told Sam two months ago, you need to come and help me to move forward because I've got seven grandchildren. Uh, I've been preaching and teaching for 40 years. I don't have an itch at all. I know who I am. My money is set and I'm ready to move forward to a new venue, but I'm glad to be a part uh, of just this uh, association. Thank all of you in Jesus' name.